I lost you for a second. But you, you back. You back. We back. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Ten Rich Podcast. Just me and Kenny tonight. Seth may come in here in just a bit. Working a little late today. Kenny, what's Old happening? Time. Man, chilling. Ready for the Big, weekend. Yeah, me too. It's a very fall-esque uh, week this week. It's been The weather's been nice. Starting to get a little dark early, which I'm not a huge fan of, but also the evenings are kind of cooler, so I kind of appreciate that. Was uh, I had a little fire this past weekend, a little bonfire, just chilling, drinking a beer by. So definitely I, one of the best times of the year, in my opinion. I, I like I like the milder weather. I'm not gonna lie, it's like. The, the the mid seasons are usually my favorite spring yeah. and fall. It's just the only thing I don't like about them is like they just don't last long enough. Yeah, it seems that's like probably the uh, reason for liking them so much because it's a short window. Yeah, it's either that or like they just don't they fluctuate. It's like you we like we don't truly get like fall. Like we get we get like weeks like this, and then it'll turn around and get hot again. And then after it's hot, it'll be like 30 degrees. Yeah. Yeah, so weeks like this week is uh, you got to take for for granted. Yeah. Hopefully like, it'll like continue it. this weekend. Trying to get out and do some fall activities. We got, um, I know I mentioned on the pod before about the pumpkins that, <laughs> the, the, that uh, we had growing. Well, we uh, got five good ones out of, out of that plant. And so, we're uh, probably going to do something with those this weekend, now that they're all harvest, <laughs> harvested and ready to go. And then you got all the, the pumpkin spice back, which if you haven't heard heard before, we did a pumpkin spice review probably like two years ago. And it was probably one of our best favorite episodes, reviewing different... Um, pumpkin flavored items even ate some some raw pumpkin <laughs> that was wild that was back in the barrio i would rather eat the raw pumpkin than the raw pumpkin spice Ooh. and the barrio days of big ten and rich special oh that was grimy man <laughs> it was hot another good thing with uh fall football Pretty crazy week in college football and NFL. Uh, I think you kind of get that what you like. Week one NFL was kind of weird, and this week it was like a lot of good games. And <clears throat> there weren't a ton of big matchups for college, but there was a ton of good games. Especially that Colorado Colorado State game that was you kind of knew that the Deion Sanders effect was going to bring a lot of eyes to that. Especially mm-hmm. after all the, the trash talking during the week. But it actually being a really good game and being one of the top watch college games of the definitely of the season so far. I watched most of it. I mean it was very entertaining. Yeah, it's an exciting game, man. You have you had um man, you had a lot of uh interesting Alabama didn't look very good against uh, Central Florida. Tennessee got beat by Florida. Oh, that was that was trash. Such a weird game. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I'm like debating if I should go to Knoxville for the South Carolina game next weekend. Might have to hold back because well, one there's a Titans game the next day, and that's they announced the time. It's like a 7:30. Or uh, the 7th or 8.30 Eastern time kick. So that's going to be a, a night game, which will be, which is always good at Neyland Stadium. But with uh, the Titans playing the next day, that would be a pretty tough turnaround. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll TBD that. Um, speaking of Titans, pretty good win against the Chargers. Didn't really... 
know if they were going to beat them coming into that matchup, but they pulled it off in overtime. Uh, your Saints pulled it off, uh, beating Carolina, which was a closer game than I expected. And Shouldn't have been, yeah. I think Seth Bucks won too, right? Mm-hmm. Win. Yeah, so we got a, all three of our teams uh, winning this weekend. And who would have thought? So like we we were we were like so down on the NFC South, but like right. I mean, I, I mean granted it's two games, but Atlanta's two and zero, we're two and zero, Tampa's two and zero. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, not not just that, but I mean, if you get if the Saints get through this weekend three and zero without Kamara and then get him back, hey, I'm, I mean. You're in the thick of it. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's a division game with the Bucks and Falcons. Got to be coming up. At some point. The interesting thing about the Carolina, I don't know if you've seen the video of uh, Bryce Young lining up behind one of the guards instead of the centers by accident. Yeah. And the running back pushing him over. I mean, that probably happens sometimes, but the fact that it was, like, caught so... I don't know, <laughs> in such good quality. <laughs> and uh, him being a rookie, it was pretty funny. Yeah, you got you to gotta feel bad for those guys sometimes, man, because, like, every, it's, they're under a microscope, man. Like, every single mistake they make yeah. is there for the world to see. So, I mean, they're obviously, by the time you get to the NFL, they're used to it because a lot of them play for, you know, Top level yeah, colleges and stuff. But it's, it, <laughs> it's it's a different stage though. Oh, 100 percent. So. And, so yeah, uh, we hate it. <laughs> but you know, at the same time, he played for Alabama, and he also plays for a division rival. So I really kind of just, I don't mind it. Yeah. Doesn't bother me too much to be honest. What does bother me though is man, that Nick Chubb injury. Oh yeah. That was I mean, a really good game too. It was outside of outside of that. You just um, hate to see that, man. Like, yeah, because he he rebounded from his surgery so well. I mean, he's been doing he's been pretty sturdy in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, you got to put him in the top, probably definitely two, top two five. Or three? I would say top three. Yeah, running back of in the NFL. I mean, just pure running back. Yeah, man, yeah, dude is a beast. I mean, it's him and Henry as far mm-hmm. as that style of running back. I would say so, yeah. And they're both also or was chasing each other in a lot of categories. Um, I think Henry had the edge on a few things, but um, he was right there right there with them with just some, some ridiculous stats that you just don't see this day and age, especially with a lot of teams having more of the, you know, passing more, having those receiving backs and, also, like having multiple backs that contribute. Hello. So, <laughs> so those uh, those two are uh, like you know, one A and one B when it comes to that style of a running back. So to see him go down is just it's just bad for the league. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting though is the Titans. So the Titans play the Browns next this Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so week one, they played the Saints. They didn't have Kamara. Week two, Austin Eckler was out for the Chargers. And now they have Browns without Nick Chubb. And that's that's kind of just – I know it's very coincidental, but just wild. If the Bengals' Jeff Mixon goes down for whatever reason, that's going to be just weird to see four weeks in a row. The Titans curse. Hydra running backs. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't want um, mixing go down since I haven't been one of my fantasy leagues. But as a fan, I, I mean, I don't want to see anybody go down like that. But it's all about you, leading. If it didn't, if it didn't play, you know, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Browns. I mean, they're obviously their defense, their defensive front, still very, very good. But like, yeah, I think man, our offense has not looked that great. And now you're gonna take like. Arguably their best offensive player. I mean, it should yeah. be it should be Deshaun Watson, but he just hasn't lived up to the contract quite yet. I mean, that that could change. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily see his get right game being against the Titans. 
I hope not. Because it's not like their their defense isn't like a pushover either by any means. No. So they, they got a pretty good defense, and I hope that. Yeah, like you said, this ain't a get right game for Deshaun Watson. I mean, because the thing is, like, they they beat the Bengals, but that was mostly because of their defense. Like, their offense didn't look that great in that game, and the Bengals' defense is struggling. And uh, I'm here for Deshaun Watson not playing well. Yeah, same. I mean, it is what it is, especially when he's playing against my team. And well, you got old, old wounds. Yeah. Him being a Houston Texan for so long and playing very, very good against the Titans. Yeah. like to see that, you know, reversed uh, on Sunday. Man, I, I slick wouldn't mind taking a road trip to Cleveland for that game. I know it's not going to happen this year, but I think that would be kind of a cool trip to go do a weekend in Cleveland, catch the Titans, <coughs> playing them up there. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Like, I have not, like, been to Ohio ever, like, to stay. I drove through it maybe once or twice as a kid. Yeah. But I know, like, Cleveland actually has a pretty, like, solid little food scene. I don't know about Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, Cincinnati, I know my wife's been to a few times. I've been through there. I mean, everybody knows about Skyline. I think that's yeah, just, but everybody man. also, <laughs> I mean, it depends on the type of person you are, but I think most people think it's a little overrated. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, to me, it's just like, because like, it's, it's, it's chili and spaghetti and like, it's just like, it's just, that's the thing. It's just a regional thing. I'm sure there's people who think hot chicken is overrated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but if you grow up with it and it's like. Which your city's known for. It's just it's just a staple, like Yeah, hundred percent staple. You, you shouldn't like people like coming from another state or something like that. I, I think people will get their expectations too high when it comes to stuff like so that. So the best way I heard somebody describe it to, to tamper expectations is it's a good topping or a condiment versus just thinking that you're gonna have some fire ass chili. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. It's very, it's a very unique kind of chili too, though, because it's not like chili that any of us would make at home. Like it's, it's thinner, mm-hmm. and it's got different spices in it. I'm pretty sure it has cinnamon in it. Like it's not like your campfire chili. It's, it's different. Like you have, you have to treat it as such. But like, I've only had, ever had it like out of the can. You know what I mean? So it's like I get the gist of it. I'm sure it's better. At the restaurant, and then like they yeah. have other, there's other like competing restaurants that are still old too. Skyline's just the well known, but there's another yeah. one I can't recall the name of it. And they do the same thing. This is you know, but like my whole thing is like, how could even if it doesn't live up to the hype, but how could like spaghetti, chili, and cheese not be good though? <laughs> like I've it's had, it. like... I, we, I, we, you know, and like. That's that's stuff that like we we would make stuff like that like when we were I mean, it's younger. It's kind of like chicken chicken like, fingers, really, or like chicken when, nuggets. Like I'm just thinking like when we were younger and like making meals and stuff, we were do, doing like cheap stuff that's just, just cheap, right? Yeah. And it was just like you would get like now it wouldn't be skyline, but you get like pasta. Like I would eat either rice or pasta with chili and cheese all the time. And some hot sauce, man, this shit is fire, man. So, like, I I can see how it could be good, and I, I would try it. It's one of those things, like, I'm not going to go there and not get some, like, Yeah, you spaghetti. have to, if you're visiting, you have to do it. <laughs> Even if it's not Skyline, like, I'm getting it, like. Just, like, when I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to go back to Indy this, uh, here in a couple weeks where they're, Titans game up there, and I'm like, I'm probably still gonna go to St. Elmo's. Yeah, I mean, because it just makes sense. Like some some places have those dishes or those restaurants that you just. I won't be getting shrimp cocktail though. I'll I'll be I'll, getting a steak. You've already, you've already, yeah, you've already. That's yeah, kind that's of a of, that's, that's, that's kind of a rite of passage. Like you have to at least. Yeah, you have to do it try once. that. And I would, but like it's it, you know that's just it's just one of those things. Like you're not gonna go, you're not gonna pass up a cheesesteak. 
Yeah. Or or a Juicy Lucy or like cheesecake or you know stuff like that. things that are places are known for like. Does Cleveland got anything they're known for food wise? If they have anything specific, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But I but I do know that they have a lot of like local restaurants and stuff like that. they have. It's supposed to have a pretty solid little food scene. And it probably wouldn't be like me calling it a little food scene because it's probably like very <laughs> similar to like how Nashville is. But that's probably what people say about Nashville. Or at least Nashville, like ten years ago. Yeah, ten years like, ago it's probably, it's probably fair. Like more than double the rest now. It's kind of now. like uh, yeah, it's, it's not a, a little food scene <laughs> anymore. Like it's kind of yeah, hard to handle now. Like there's so many new places all the time, and there's so many like transplants. Yeah, like we got restaurants from like New York, Chicago, Detroit, like all over the place, just popping up. It's weird. It's big, weird that they uh, choose Nashville too. too because it's like, yeah, chefs too. But it's like some 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 chefs will choose Nashville to start their first restaurant, and some restaurateurs are choosing Nashville to start their only restaurant outside of their home city. Yeah, which I thought was I, interesting too because I like, think what plays into that too is it being so centrally located is, to a lot yeah. of places. And it is, you know, still, and it still kind of blows my mind a little bit with just kind of how, like, small Nashville is. Like, it's still a huge, like, tourist destination. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. But it's uh, it's easy going, and it's not really, like, I wouldn't, even as, even looking at it from a tourist perspective, I would not call Nashville expensive. You know what I mean? It, it costs it costs to money to go here, anywhere. To live here, days. it is. Yeah, yeah, but I mean to, to travel here. Yeah. I'm talking like hotel costs, food costs, stuff like that. Like, it's not like it's not an overpriced city like some places are. Like, it's not you're not breaking the bank every time you go out. Depending, you can you can if you want to, but like <laughs> go I'm hard saying, on like, Broadway one too many times. Dude, don't go on Broadway. Buying a. Actually, the, like I, I mean, they don't like overcharge. Like, if you if you were to like drink on Broadway, I mean, it's not crazy expensive. Yeah, and like, I guess that's, I guess that's what I'm you saying. You can get a beer anywhere from five to eight dollars, which is there's, pretty standard. There's some places that you go, and it's hard to find decently priced food outside of like chain restaurants, or it's yeah. hard to find a drink that's not like double digits. I, that's you know one thing I, mean? I was like, surprised about um, in Orlando. I mean, given we ate most of our meals at one of the Disney parks, but like outside, like over the area that our Airbnb was in, I mean, it was a very chain restaurant. Like there wasn't very many. Like we ended up well, going to Ford's Garage. You got to think though, like this. This is the thing with like Orlando is it's like it is the it is the family tourist. Oh yeah, I know. Of the United States, so like, or really one of them, God, maybe probably even globally. Yeah. So like, they're gonna have more of that stuff that's gonna cater to your families, right? But now even Orlando, though, like if you go like downtown Orlando, or you know closer to that area, yeah. I have heard they actually have some decent like. Yeah, when I was kind of looking around, I could see some stuff, but we were staying, like, basically 30 minutes away from Orlando, like, downtown Orlando, so none of that stuff was really, like, close or on the way. Like, all the, like, all the parks was, like, basically in between um, where we were staying in Orlando, so we didn't ever really go to the, the city part until we, you know, were going to the airport. So it wasn't like a... And we didn't really have time to to go find some places like that, and so yeah, most well, like, like, most of our meals was at the parks, and they were all pretty damn good. That's uh, that's like choice overload in that whole, whole entire area, though, because like that's the thing. Like I don't know if there's anywhere in the United States that has that many hotels and places to eat within a certain radius. It's crazy. Like even where we were staying was kind of like you know like suburb or maybe even like I wouldn't say rural because it was like 
I mean, we were basically in between Orlando and Tampa. I think Tampa was like an hour east, and Orlando was like 30 minutes west. But or wait, other way around. Tampa west, Orlando east. But um, yeah, like I said, the only day we had a relaxed day, and so we went and had dinner at Ford's Garage, which my dad wanted to kind of go to. And never heard of that. It's a the Ford Automotive Company. It's like, uh, I, I really don't know the big story behind it, but he was telling me about it, him being such an automotive guy and wanting to try it out. And and I think they're mostly, I mean, there's a bunch of them in Florida, but I don't know if they're anywhere else. And um, so we went to one and had a, like a burnt ends, uh, a burnt ends um, uh, grilled cheese, which was pretty damn good. Couldn't be bad. And... Uh, yeah, and just some fries. I mean, it was very, like, American food, as you would probably expect. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was it was cool. The, the setup was cool. But there was pro- there's probably, like, when I was searching for one, there was probably, like, five or six around Orlando. And that's the thing that's, that I noticed about Orlando is, like, there's a bunch of chain restaurants, and they're in bulk. I mean, you, you can go, I mean, especially, like, if you, uh, Chick-fil-A, I swear to God, there was probably, like, 15 Chick-fil-A's. Um, around where we're at, and there was there was probably in Publix too. I don't is Publix a Florida chain? Um, I feel like it is for some reason, but for whatever reason, there was Publixes everywhere in in and around Orlando and around the parks. I was I'm pretty sure that sound that sounds right. I mean, it was like Publix, Chick Fil A, and then name three more uh, chain restaurants like Olive Garden or. Something like that. I mean, any any little area you'd go to, it was there was a cluster of all that together. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was getting at, man. Like I don't like because I've I've looked at the map around there a lot because like I said I've looked we've looked at going there so many times, but it's like there's so many choices for for hotels and for food. Oh yeah. And especially, obviously, like the closer you get to Disney World, of course, but like in that area, I would say probably within like a five mile radius from the parks, there is so much. It's just like overwhelming the choices. But that, but I get why they have to do that because like, oh, yeah, there's millions of people there all the time. Yeah. Like, it's by the like, way, we're uh, we're probably going to go. um spring break of 2025 we're gonna go back <laughs> spring break 2025 spring wouldn't be a bad time to go it's like early march or yeah. delaney at least so um yeah we've already kind of like we want to do that and then we want to travel like there's two places on my list for like i just want me and her to go or maybe a couple of friends but no kids either to vegas which i've talked about before on the pod or denver Denver, those are, those Denver two places is, I'd like to go. Um, yeah, Denver's always been. Like I'd like to see. Obviously, I like to, to catch up with Mike, but because they live out in Colorado Springs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Denver's Denver seems like a really cool place. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind going to Denver one day. Vegas. Yeah, so. Vegas is just not like. I got this, this sour taste in my mouth for Vegas, like, <laughs> and it's not really Vegas's fault either, but it's just, which is interesting considering the the restaurant and food scene there. No, that's the thing. Like, the the main I mean, you draw got the top me, of the top there. <laughs> I think the really the main draw for me would be like, it, like, I guess being able to see the Hoover Dam would be cool. Yeah. And like that's kind of, and then like some of the some of the places like I would like to try um, one of Gordon Ramsay's restaurants. Yeah, that's kind of a like, must. And I think like Bobby Flay has a new restaurant. Like so that's the thing. It's like Super Chef City. Yeah. And they do it, have like in the Hills Kitchen good, there. Yeah, it is. There's, I think there are a couple of them. Yeah. But they do have other like they have local places that are good, but like. It is one of those places like where you can get some really like over the top 
like was <laughs> cuisine you know what i mean so yeah. like there is there is that part of it it is kind of expensive to dine there if you, i mean it's kind of like what whatever you want to spend really but because i remember when we the little bit of time that we were there and we ended up at that was a bobby flay restaurant right yeah it was uh mesa grill yeah that place was uh kind well, of i mean but that's <laughs> but that's the thing that was that was a. Uh, that was a high-end restaurant. So yeah. that was like, I think I feel like we were like very like underprepared for that experience. Oh, it wasn't on our radar at all. Until no, like, like, like yeah, eight we hours were, before. Yeah, we were straight up off air, you know, airplane clothes. Yeah, and didn't even know we were gonna have a layover yeah. like that there. Yeah, that that whole experience is like, uh, uh anyways. But yeah, yeah like, we want to go and just do probably all the typical things in Vegas um, and just be kid free and 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 uh, see some think, shows and yeah, probably only main, spend like four days there. I could do yeah three or four like <clears throat> like I said I li- I'd like to see the Hoover Dam and like. Maybe some like some of like the like the the shows they have or depending on like who has residency there. Like, yeah, there could be something cool to see. But like the gambling part of it, like I would probably do like a little bit of it. But since like we can do sports gambling here now, like I would be less inclined to do like because I don't do like cards. I don't do like any of that stuff. And like the slot machines are just super frustrating for like, I, I think so those are, I think that would be something like I would do to fill time or if I like just ha, you know was just you know how you if you're going to like a show and maybe like you know we notice how most of those places you have to walk through casinos and whatnot so maybe just like stop and do something here and there but I wouldn't be like hardcore at a you know blackjack table for an hour <laughs> yeah some people tear it up man like that i mean because there is a lot of benefits to gambling though because like if you even break even like those places man they'll, they'll like give you they'll give you so they'll give you free nights and stuff just to just to show up so yeah because they want you to they want you to gamble I mean, that's, that's, that's that's the thing, thing too like vegas can be pretty pretty inexpensive if you really that's, want well, to that's, that's the that's the thing they do that on, they do that on purpose that's the whole thing like yeah even the nicest, some of the nicest places you can stay are not that bad comparatively. They're cheaper to stay there than it is in Nashville. Right, and the flights are cheap. That's yeah. that's that's and not that's, very long. <laughs> that's the draw, dude. They want yeah. you to spend the money there. Not, you know, they want you to burn the money gambling, basically. Like that's that's where the, all the money's at. But I definitely would like to go to some shows. I mean, there's some, there's, I mean, there's all kinds of different ones, but. Um, when I was looking a few months ago, I mean, I don't know how long those residencies are, but there was a few shows that I'm like, this would be really cool to just go to, just whether it be like Circus Soleil or, you know, something that's a little more, I don't know, adult themed, <laughs> or, uh, you know, they have they have a little bit of everything, or like, uh, um, even like magic shows and stuff like that too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even some like, of those food places have those shows. I, I, I'm pretty sure they have like a, a dining experience type show, where it's more of a interactive thing. Yeah, I, I, I could, I could do like, I don't know, man. Like, I guess I'm just not like super big into some of that stuff. Like, I would do like, I, I would definitely do like a show, but. I'd be more inclined to go if I was going to go watch like a UFC fight because that is something I always wanted to see in person. Like if it was a good UFC fight. Yeah. So like yeah, that, that'd be cool too to see in Vegas. Yeah. So like that and that in a show or some of the national parks that are nearby. Like. Yeah. Um. Because like there's Death Valley's not that far. Uh, the Mojave Preserves not that far. I don't know which part i know you can technically get to the grand canyon from las vegas i just don't know enough about like which part of it you could get to 
I mean, it's, it wouldn't be like a short drive. It would be a pretty no. probably decent drive to get there, but it's close. Yeah. I mean, it's probably within two hours driving. Or at least part of it, anyway. Because yeah. I know even the Hoover Dam is a little bit outside, maybe an hour from Vegas. Yeah. But definitely something cool to see. But that's what I'm saying. Like some of like the stuff around the area to me is a little bit more interesting than the city itself. And it's one of those oh, no, things. I like think... I, I guess like I say that, but I just don't know anything. I don't know enough about it because like I, it's like a place I've never really thought about planning to go to so i've never really looked much like into like what all you can do i just know like what i've seen what i've seen on some of the shows and stuff like that and it's just like oh it's cool you know like (laughs) but i'm but i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure it's fun but everything's a spectacle there you just gotta find what you like yeah and um like buffets though and i know they got some some serious buffets (laughs) yeah yeah, um, but yeah, I think a short trip to like there, Denver, between now and Disney is probably something we'll do. Um, yeah, Disney. I don't like that's the thing. Like, I think I guess we'll just have to go when we decide to go because like it just it's not anything he's ever brought up. We also definitely want to try to go to Disneyland too at some point just to compare the two. Or even just see the things that's there versus the other, but um, yeah, I'd go. I'd go. That for might be a day. something after <clears throat> after that next trip. Because that'd be cool. Just like if you're in LA, anyways, or somewhere in this one of the surrounding areas, I would go just for a day just to to go to the Marvel part, honestly, or yeah. the, the part the part that has the Marvel stuff. I don't I don't yeah. know how that park is laid out versus. Disney World. Yeah, I haven't looked at that either. <clears throat> so, um, speaking of the whole Marvel, Disney kind of stuff, uh, I guess you and I are probably, I don't know if Seth's watching Ahsoka, but uh, I know you and I are. And I know, um, for me, it's, I like it. I don't really know much about the story. I'd never watched the um, animated series or really looked into it. So I don't know how that compares to one or the other. But uh, I think it's it's something just unique to me. And it keeps me, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued and I'm going to keep watching. Um, especially um, now that it's like a few episodes in, you're kind of getting, um, you know, into the storyline and kind of understanding what's going on and, the time frame that it is in uh, being a Star Wars fan. So, um, kind of, what's your thoughts on on it so far? I I like it, man. Like, it's one of those things that I get a lot of people. It's it's going to be a little harder for some people to follow if they've never seen like some of the animated stuff, like Rebels or Clone Wars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of backstory. It's kind of odd. Like, it's one of the first times like we're you've seen like a continuation of a story but in a completely different format right Mm -hmm. so it's the first time a lot of people are seeing characters in live action and it's the thing is like if you haven't watched any of the animated stuff like it almost feels like you're supposed to know these people and you're supposed to know like some of the things that happened yeah and stuff like that but it's just not not the case you know i would say most people that are watching it probably haven't yeah and like some of these characters have like books and stuff that were dedicated mm-hmm. to like the stories or to certain characters and things like that so like there's just a lot of stuff man so it's like it, it, it's like I guess, like, the casual viewer can pick up on it, because, like, I haven't read any, like, side stories or anything. I don't know. I don't know any of that stuff. Just what I've heard on maybe podcasts and stuff like that. But, like... Yeah. I feel like you get the gist of it. Like, I think they give you kind of just enough for the story to make sense. Yeah. But then, like, they speak about things that, like, the 
more educated fans are going to pick up on. Or there's like a lot of I hear there's like a lot of Easter eggs for people who've read deeper or the people who have like watched every episode of like the animated stuff. Like I watched some, but I'm not going to sit here and say like, yeah, I watched yeah all the animated stuff. Like I just haven't like. If it was on, like I, it's like it's just, it's just like one of those things. Like if it was on, I might keep it on there and watch the episode or something. But like, I didn't have like intimate knowledge of really any of those characters. Yeah, and I think the, I mean, I, I know a little bit about some of them, but the ones I don't know much about is what I'm more intrigued to know about is Sabine, who's uh, helping Ahsoka, or is uh, I guess her apprentice. And then uh, the Balin, uh, that's uh, like the dark, that was a Jedi, and now he's like yeah. a mercenary. Those two characters are really got me intrigued because because Sabine evidently was Mandalorian at one point. Well, she is Mandalorian. Okay, so I didn't know if like she still considered herself that or not. But um, and then yeah, there's the whole story with. You know the mercenary guy, Balin or whatever, um, just kind of flipping sides and. But also, yeah, but it I seems say like, like he's her, not really like all in on anything. He's just kind of like playing something out <coughs> for his own benefit. Well, he is definitely like, and that, and we kind of alluded to it like at the beginning of the series where he's like, he just gets paid to do things. Yeah. And it's almost almost like he, whether he like really cares or not. If somebody's paying him to do something, you know, he's going to do it. Like, that's just what he does. Like, yeah. which sounds familiar. Like, that's just kind of, we've seen that before. But, yeah, those their characters are actually pretty, like, intriguing. Because, you know, you've got the Master and the Padawan. And, like, yeah, you're right. Like, he definitely kind of has this, like, it's not like he's, like, anti, like, Jedi. He's not, like, full-on, like, he's definitely not, like, Sith Lord style, like. Yeah. But then he's also not, like. I think he's kind of saying, like, there's something that he's trying to do that's, like, there's something almost Thanos style. Like, he has an agenda for personal personal self. Yeah. So that's why he's doing what he's doing, because it makes sense to get to that it's goal. Like he's, it's like he's on the gray side. It's like right, yeah. it's like right in the middle. But yeah, that that is. I will say that's like an intriguing part of the story where you're just like kind of curious about where that's gonna go. And then you got like the I forget what they call them, but those the witches or whatever. Like I didn't have any knowledge of any of them before this came out. Oh yeah, me either. So that's kind of a whole different like spin yeah that yeah because it's like what is what are they doing you know what i mean like that's it just it's a very intriguing side of it that's uh obviously they're working with thrawn and um yeah. the empire i guess the have they, rem- have they the, called the, it the, 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 the remnants of the empire yeah, are, so are they calling it that, or are they calling it the the first order? Well, it will be. It will be. I know it will be, but I, I, I'm trying to remember if I heard any reference to first order yet or not. I don't. I, that's the thing. I don't. I don't believe at this at this point. I think it's just like leftovers. Of the, I don't believe if I, I might be wrong because I'm not like a super Star Wars lore nerd, but like I don't think that the first order has necessarily been like formed yet or it's like a formal thing yeah i think because uh, i think this is this is before that and i think because yeah, in the first episode story is like what is like a background of like this is how the first order came to be yeah so yeah, i don't think i don't think there's any the references or not i don't think there is because i don't think it's like has a formal name or if there if it is it hasn't been like it's just not out there yet yeah yeah because in the first maybe the first or second episode where the dude the dude still screams out long live the empire or whatever yeah and um and then uh yeah it seems like 
that I, I need to look into it more. Just the the story about where why Thrawn and that whole situation, why they're somewhat exiled or whatever. To I know there's a lot leading up to that too, because I know he and the the, the uh, guy that Sabine's looking for. Oh yeah, both... that's, that's the thing. Like like basically Ezra sacrificed himself. I forget exactly how it happened, but they the, the it was it was done on purpose. Like Ezra, like I can't remember how it even happened, but they ended up in that other galaxy on purpose because he knew that there weren't really very many people who even knew about that galaxy, let alone yeah. all, you know how to get there. Yeah. So it was on purpose. He basically sacrificed himself. Like he gave Sabine his lightsaber, but he was not planning on coming back. Ah. Like, like his whole goal was to keep Thrawn there, you know, to where, basically to prevent a new, another war, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, that's, like, very, like, and the lady high, that's, high level uh, of what actually happened, because I don't even remember, like, how exactly it happened. Yeah. I felt like it had something to do with those space whales, but I don't remember which actually seeing them in live action is actually pretty cool. That that is pretty cool. I I mean I hadn't seen the animated part, but even not seeing that, like it's cool to see. <laughs> I'll say this: I feel like they did a pretty good job with it because like they don't look. I mean, for something so like outrageous, like they didn't look. <laughs> they didn't look cheesy. No, not at all. And I'll say that like as far as like any of the Marvel or Star Wars like. Um, franchise streaming stuff like i'll say like this one's been like pretty like for the most part pretty high level like the 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 lightsaber fights have been really good yeah and like the space scenes and space fights have been pretty good some of the characters for me are a little it makes it a little jarring i guess because of animation versus real life and some of them are just hard to do like even like ahsoka is extremely hard to pull off yeah and uh was it hera the 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 green lady i can't remember Mm -hmm. but she's like that's another one that's pretty tough to to pull off versus like sabine or like or ezra you know the actress that's playing her is the 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 girl from uh Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the World. Who's that plays who? That plays Hera, the the green uh, general lady, or Herod, or whatever her name is. That she was the uh, the the uh, what's it called the I guess antagonist in in Scott Pilgrim versus. Yeah. She's been in other say, stuff, like, but that was, when I seen that, I was like, oh, yeah, now I can't. I mean, it's her. <laughs> like, you can tell after you know who she is. I was going to say, I've seen, I've seen that. It's just, I've seen that, but it's just like. That movie's awesome. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't ring. Oh, yeah, it was a good movie. Her, like, she's, just, she's just like, she doesn't ring a bell. But. And then. But Mindy the, was saying, like, that she looked super familiar, and I'm like, I. That's where I can remember her from. Obviously, Rosario Dawson. She's doing a great job with that character. Even going back to the Mandalorian series that introduced uh, that to to come into a live action. Which I I'm have heard. Good. Now I know, like a lot, a lot of people, it, it's just, it's hard for to not see this. So, but I know, like I know, Thrawn is in the newest episode, and I haven't actually seen him. But I know the the cool thing though is I do know that the dude who voiced him, yeah, on in the animated series actually plays him in the show. Yeah, and it's uh the act he's a well known actor too. That plays Thrawn. Um, what's his name? Uh, and and the same thing with uh with the uh Balin the 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 mercenary guy that we were talking about. Yeah, he was in he was in several different things. He was in Thor. He was one yeah, of the Ray characters Stevenson in Thor. Yeah, was uh yeah he's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, who's the the guy that 
Plays Thrawn. Oh, Lars uh, Milkinson. I mean, the name isn't familiar, but as soon as you see him, you're like, oh, yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, let me see. He almost looks like, I don't want to, do you want me to kind of give you my opinion of what he looks like? Thrawn, or do you want to... I've seen him in the animated shows, but I haven't seen him in, like... He kind of reminds me of Data from uh, from Star Trek. Dang, really? But blue. <laughs> that's... That's, um... It's not, uh... I don't know. It, it doesn't excite I'm me much. I'm looking at a side-by-side of the animated versus the, the live-action... And I don't know. I, I'm curious to get your your thoughts on it, but um, maybe we talk about it next week. But it is a bit different. I mean, he he really does remind me of Data from Star Trek, but with but blue with red eyes. It, it's gonna be hard. I mean, it's one of those things. It's gonna be hard to do though, because like, because like Thrawn had like. Oh yeah, dudes in The Witcher. He kind of had like a weird like elongated like his head he didn't have like it felt like he had a pretty kind of a big head you know what i mean like yeah like almost like an alien type head and like he had like those like really big like not eyebrow but like the, the eyebrow yeah or whatever like so it's like and his cheeks were really like kind of chiseled so finding yeah. someone to kind of fit that but then also, like, because, like, the thing is, like, it's such a smooth, like, because the characters, just, it, there's not a lot of, like, extra stuff on them. So yeah. you have to find somebody with certain facial features because he's, like, it's just a smooth blue dude with, like, some slick hair and some red eyes. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, like, there's no defining, like, other than, like, his bone structure. Yeah, that would be the only thing you would really be able the to. The guy like, that's playing him, can't, I mean, I know they probably. I mean, he is a good actor. He's in The Witcher, uh, one of the, uh, uh, one of the wizard guys in The Witcher. Um, and then, you know, for the, since he's the voice of him, I mean, they probably were like, yeah, it's probably best mm-hmm. to just go with that. And, but and his, it's also his, one of those things too. Like we have to. At all. We have to pretend too, though. To a degree that, like, we haven't seen the cartoons. Or you haven't seen the cartoon yeah, character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you're not going to be able to do, like, a perfect one-for-one one on any of the characters. No, it'd be very hard to find somebody that looks like that. <laughs> and they've done, I would say, like, they've done a, a solid job so far as far as, like, the details that they've gone through, like the details on a lot of the characters' outfits and things like mm-hmm. that, they've put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, I know um, Dave Filoni um, that directs all that. I mean, he's pretty much taken over for uh, George Lucas. Is super into like the details of everything. Yeah, and uh, him and uh, there was another guy that's that's kind of like next like kind of next to him that's like a super detailed <clears throat> but um but the other thing too is like the thing about like like thrawn like in the shows is like thrawn wasn't one of them dudes he's not like it's different like he's not like darth vader no i was yeah that's what i was gonna say so it's like he's not vader and he's not like darth maul or he's not like the like old school Boba Fett or something like that, where like you see these dudes and you're like, you know that they can come in here and fuck something up, or like like yeah. people are gonna be like terrified of them because so of their like physical so like prowess a, or something. So he's like a true general, more or less. Than... He is like, and that's the thing. He's the, the main reason why people are like like would be fearful of him is because of his military prowess. Yeah. And his, and his intellect. Yeah. Like, he's always, like, it seems like, and I'm sure they'll play this into the story at some point, but, like, people do things that he wants them to do without them even knowing it. Like, yeah. he, he plays people, and that's that's the main thing, is, like, he's just an amazing, like, military mind, and, like, he's always one step ahead of everybody else. So it's just, like, 
that's hard to translate when you see the person like you're thinking oh man is this dude supposed to be so such a badass you know what i mean like yeah but it's he's not, not but darth vader right. <laughs> exactly it's not like he's, he's not, not uh he's not gonna be able to choke you in thin air yeah. or, or cut you in half of a lightsaber like it's he probably had somebody else he's not even it. he's not even considered a sith lord right he's just a no he's not I don't he's just an imperial general right now he's not i don't even think he's he's not like is he tied to the clone wars because they yes. referenced it a lot um yeah. in the last few episodes yeah he is um but yeah no he's not like a he's not like a force sensitive person at all yeah like he's just a dude and um did you speaking of darth vader that was uh, Hayden Christensen. I was trying to think of his name. Mm-hmm. That was cool that he's involved with this series. Just, I think they did um, a good job with that. I mean, that'll probably be as far as that as that goes. I think so too. I think they just had to put some backstory in there for whatever reason. Well, no, because it makes because I, I think it makes sense. Because that was, like, she was his apprentice, right, or some. Yeah, kind she of, was. She was his. She was his padawan. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess I think they just kind of wanted to throw that in there just for the tie-in. Yeah, and then the scene where they were running through the smoke and then like his shadow changed to Darth Vader a couple times was like, oh man, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is like, I don't know if she. This is the thing like, the whole thing with him being Darth Vader like, people didn't know that. What do you mean? People didn't know that he was that he was that Anakin he turned Skywalker. Into... Oh, they thought Anakin was dead. Oh yeah. Like Obi Wan didn't find out until I guess like when Luke did. In one of the like the last was it the um what was the Return of the Jedi? Whichever no, was the was... last the last of the first ones. You know what I'm talking. About. You you know what I'm saying. Like the last battle they had, where Luke and Darth Vader are fighting and all that. Oh yeah, stuff. that was in the the very first movie that came out, which is actually Episode Four, I think. Was that in the first? Was it? Was that not in the the sixth movie? Because that was on the Death Star. No, it, it was the first episode where Obi Wan was killed. No, no, no. Yeah. No. That way. he like sacrificed himself. No, that was not. That wasn't the first. In uh, a New Hope, the Star Wars New Hope episode four. He didn't die in that movie. Yeah. No. He let Darth Vader like hit him. Like he he let him so in that the, he could become a. Did he in the first movie? Yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi. Really. But he, he I, I, get the, I get the order of the movies mixed up all the time. But they did that series, Obi-Wan Kenobi series, where he knew. Because they the, based off it. and But even though that series was kind of trash. I was just trying to figure out when he knew. Like when Obi-Wan in the knew. Series. Did he, he found out during he found that, that series. series. Right? Okay. Yeah. So like nobody, but that's, that's what I'm saying is like nobody else knew. But I think he kept it a secret. Right. He didn't say anything, and then, like, Luke found out when they fought. Yeah. And I don't think that Ahsoka found out until this... Luke didn't find whole... out until The Empire Strikes Back, I'm pretty sure. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, whenever whenever they, like... They had that Did he not battle. find out until they had that fight, and he, like, cut his arm off and shit, or whatever? And he told him it was his father, the famous... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, whole th- the whole thing, yeah. But I don't think like Ahsoka knew until this like whole flashback. Yeah, that's that's interesting. When she I saw wonder. him, when she saw him do that transition like that, I think that was like her like moment of like, oh shit, he's he's done. <laughs> yeah. Like, as far as I know, like I don't I don't think up until that point like she had any any clue. Yeah. So but it's, a, it's so, such so, an so the tie-in is cool, and I do I do like the the flashback, like seeing her with him as a child. Yeah. During the Clone Wars, like it really kind of like I'm sure after seeing that, that was like a huge tease for people. Like they're probably like like would love to see like some of the rebels and like the Clone Wars storylines in live action, like 
Oh yeah. I know Dave Filoni would, because I mean, he he was I think the big he was the one that did all those animated ones, right? He, he did, yeah. And that, that's why, he illustrated that's why them and everything. Like he did it, like he was pretty much completely did them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like he like he wrote that lore. Like those yeah. sto- those those stories are are his. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm sure, sure he would love this, to this do whole that. thing right here. The whole thing he's doing right now is probably like a huge just like dream of his oh yeah every interview i've seen i mean he's definitely living the dream i mean he's like a. I mean how cool would it be to be george lucas's basically padawan and now yeah. run it he's basically running the show i mean lucas is still around but he's doing everything him and uh yeah, he basically like gave him the gave him the reins for the most yeah, part. Yeah, and, I mean, and he's what's still his there. He's kind of around too. Uh, dang, the the producer guy that's he, I mean he oversees Band Marvel. Or and Amanda, yeah. Who am I? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking. Fabro. Yeah, yeah. He's heavily involved too, but yeah. I think he's more on the producer, like director, kind of coordinates that whole thing. Or Filoni's more the I feel like storyteller. I feel like he might do some writing. I feel like he has writing credits on a lot of them, too, though. Who? Favreau. Yeah, probably. But, yeah, yeah I, like, so. I like the tie-ins, though, man. It's like... It's one of those things, like... The universe that they have is still evolving. And I think that's kind of, like, the benefit of having... <clears throat> Like three sets of you have three sets of movies, right? Mm-hmm. And you have some that had taken place like a long time ago, some in, you know after that, and then some more recent. Yeah. And they're all spaced pretty far apart, right? Right. Yeah. And looking in hindsight, that that setup is genius. Oh yeah, 100%. because like. None of the movies have the same main protagonists. You know what I mean? As far oh the, the trilogies, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're so far apart. Yeah. But then you also have these this these gaps in time before and after all this stuff where you can And now just, they're filling in the gaps. Exactly. You can just make these shows awesome. and fill in these plot holes or just gaps in time because the side stories. Yeah, especially because of how established everything was in those trilogies. Yeah. And to know that, especially in between, because everybody knows that the Empire was defeated, and then you skip 20, 25 years, maybe more than that later, and then now it's back as the First Order. Like, what the hell happened? And so now they're telling that story. And it's one of those things that makes you wonder, like, will they ever ever have the balls to redo the original oh yeah star wars trilogy i don't think that was a long time ago man it was in the 70s and they've redone almost everything to this point if you think about it like old i'm talking about like old movies yeah like It's just, I feel like it's just a matter of time. Like, I don't know if you can though. I mean, I know what you're. I know, I know where you're going with it. It's I, never going to hit the same. But like, imagine, like, I don't like the whole like, like de uh, de aging thing. Like, I think that's 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 done. Like. I think we have to, like, at that point, like, if you're going to try to do something like that, you have to let go of this whole idea of, you know. Of Mark Hamill. Mark Luke Hamill Skywalker. is Luke Skywalker. Well, and you can't with Princess Leia. He is. actually deceased. Well, that, yeah. But that's, I'm so you have to that. have new people play. That, right. That. And that's the thing is, like, in, but think about the, if you took a, think about it from, like, a money standpoint, like. If you do refresh that entire cast, think about the streaming implications. You could like take those same characters and tell stories with them now. 
Yeah, because there's a, I mean, I had uh, one of my cousins was like super into Star Wars and would tell me about reading the books after the, you know, the, the, after Vader and how Luke was for like a certain period of time um, between, um, between after Vader and trying to grow the Jedi to abandoning growing the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, because of um, Han and Leia's son, uh, Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. So in between that time is what that what would be the money. Yeah, well, they could do a, a new character. And that's what I'm saying. But like that's what I'm saying. Like you can't, you couldn't do like a Skywalker like uh, streaming show or movie or anything like that. With a de-aged Mark Hamill, no. Like it's, you can't. You now you because even that there, if you throw it in there in a show, okay. Yeah, like the scene in Mandalorian, right? I mean, that was kind of like <laughs> it was kind of weird. It was weird, but it wasn't like terribly done. Was it him though? I think it wasn't. I, I feel like it was. It wasn't him. It was or an they just actor. Like computer animated it. Yeah, it was like I forget exactly how they did that. Did they have a it, dude in a green suit do it, and they just kind of like filled it in <laughs> digitally. I think it was but, just the face they did something with. Like okay, but that's the thing. Like you, you would have to. You can't find, make that look as real as you want it to. No, but just imagine like if they ever did it, and I know like a Star Wars purist would be like. They would lose their absolute shit if that ever happened. But if they pick the right actors, and imagine like what they could do with like the technology that's out now, like oh yeah, and the picture quality and everything. Dude, imagine how amazing those movies would look. But the thing is, like they would make billions of dollars. Oh, they would crush it in the in the movie theaters and everything. But they would be so highly criticized. Like people would be it'd have to be it'd have to be top notch. Like they They could. would be I don't think it would even matter. I, I think like especially people, since people, a lot people would weren't. shred it people would shred it apart no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because But it would have to still be really good. I mean, they don't have to do scene and that's the other thing too. Do you do scene for scene, or do you have to do it like completely different? Uh, I think it would have, maybe it would a have different to be, lens. It would have to be. It would have to be similar, but different. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. I don't think you go shot for shot, but I think. I mean, obviously the events have to be the same. You don't the want one to thing. Like, you don't want to, you, the, the the main thing is you don't want to try to rewrite history. The one thing that I would be excited about with the Skywalker streaming series in that period of time of, like I said, post Vader, was I remember reading the books and my cousin talking about it and kind of got me to read it. And this was the one thing that got me to like want to read a couple of books that he had was like Luke was such a so powerful as a Jedi, and uh, that like nobody could like get close to him, and he would like he would he would like put up like three or four lightsabers whenever he got into a battle and would just like sit in a bubble and let the like use his mind to do the lightsabers fight everybody around him. He wouldn't even move. It was so crazy to see that in a live action. That would be, that'd be wild. Well, that's the thing, like with those characters. So with like, there is so much story with Anakin and with Luke and with like Han Solo, like a lot of those main characters, like well, especially the Skywalkers, but like a lot of those main characters have a lot of story that's been told. Oh, especially Han and Chewbacca. I mean, they did the Han Solo movie, but I mean, dude, dude was a freaking smuggler. Like, there's so many things he probably went and done outside yeah, of that's that. Yeah, that's the thing. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of meat there if they wanted. I mean, and I'm, and it's one of those things like. They're going to capitalize on a lot of that stuff. Yeah. At some point. And I just don't know, like, when again, do they. They're, they're I don't know if they're going to the, They're going to continue the series that's current, too. Um, I know, like, the, the, the lady that's playing Ren and 
Uh, I mean, Ray and uh, that whole group is they're supposed to be doing another like slate of movies, right? Uh, I don't know. Pretty sure I heard or read something about that. Like they're that they're they've agreed to do more movies post um, this past trilogy. No, I know like there's going to be for sure at least a I don't know if it's necessarily considered like a Mandalorian movie, but a movie that's based off of the events that are happening in the Mandalorian and Ahsoka and all that. Yeah. Almost almost like a Infinity Infinity Wars type deal where like we're watching all these streaming shows and all this stuff happens and I think like Thrawn's gonna have a big part of it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because there's, I mean, there's so many angles and and there's so many groups that are outside of just that. There's so many stories and and stuff that intertwine with that that you can do. I mean, you can make so many, so many different episodes out of that. Yeah, so like, well, but I'm talking about a movie, is what I'm saying. Like, there's going to be like a movie. That's like in oh, a, cul- okay. a culmination of all these streaming shows at I some point. Like that's a that's like a that's like a thing. Oh okay. Um, I don't know when though. Now I know I know another season of Andor is oh, supposed man. to happen next year, I believe. And there's only supposed to be two, from what I read, because they're like halfway there to that. Because that ultimately gets you to uh, what was the movie before? Uh, crap. Rogue One? Rogue One, yeah. yeah. That basically just leads up to it. Which is a completely different time frame. <laughs> uh, Honestly, I'm, right just, now. I'm looking through... So yeah, there is a... A, a Ray, A spinoff with just her. Oh, okay. But it's like TBD. Okay. So it so there is yeah there is at least one movie that will probably have those characters in it, but I have no idea like when that's gonna happen. But yeah, Dave Filoni has that um his movie that's gonna have like like all of those Disney Plus yeah characters and all and all those storylines coming into like one. That's pretty wild. So I have no, I have no idea on that one. But oh yeah, there is a, a trilogy. Let's see, Ryan Johnson to develop a new Star Wars film trilogy. Yeah. But the project has gone quiet. Huh? I mean, I see that. I mean, they're. they're... They could do whatever. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, and that's that. Well, that's the whole deal. Is like now, it's like they could. I guess they technically could just re re like not rewrite, but like write a whole trilogy, a brand new one with completely different storylines. Yeah. Or they would take something that's already been written and actually and just put it to film. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, I guess uh, probably need to wrap it up here. Um, wrap it up, man. Wrap it up, Jack. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate y'all. Um, as always, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Big Ten Rich. Hit us up in the comments. Let us know you're listening. Let us know what you, you know, some of your favorite moments, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll talk to y'all next week. Alright. May the may the force be with you. Oh yeah. Always. <laughs> or the dark side, you know, whatever. I mean, whatever flows your boat.